0: All right. Good morning, everybody. Mike Courtney here. We're kind of dreary midweek, but right in the middle of some beautiful weather that we're thankful for. I've got Steve Parisi from IBC Global here with me. Steve, how are
1: you today? Mike, I am doing great. It's definitely dreary out today. What? Early November, almost mid-November, but it's like 60 degrees. I went for a run early this morning in shorts and a t-shirt and I could have just, you know, I was drenched in sweat just a mile into it so i mean i, know, I was just thinking i'm sitting here sweating right now I'm watch <laughs> yeah i'm okay watch it. with it yeah yeah i'm, I'm good yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah um so uh you and i have been talking a lot about you know we're heading into the end of the year we're trying to push through some business um looking ahead uh something we also talk a lot about is the growth mindset And the mentality of how do we grow? How do we grow smart? How do we keep, you know, I've told you before, I I get comfortable with my business and I don't, I I sometimes need to kick myself to, you know, i got to come up with new ideas. Mm -hmm. I have to drive more business. I can't just sit here and be satisfied because with that kind of mentality, you'll find yourself slipping behind, you know? Mm -hmm. So, You know, kind of bare bones, what are some plans that you have for next year? Or when you sit down and put pen to paper and are sketching out some thoughts, aside from just warm bodies in your agency, what kind of open-ended thoughts do you have for growth for 2021 and beyond?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, So, I mean, we've got goals to hit from a financial standpoint professional standpoint and also personal. We, we lay out, we actually do it with a, as a company. Everyone gets a the, the chance to do this. You've got your personal, professional, and financial goals. So we've got targets and such we want to hit. But I mean overall, I mean the main goal is to con- continue to grow as fast as possible. And I know that's a, a vague answer. Um, but we're just looking at uh, something Monday of this week actually Dara our director of operations my sister sister sister-in-law but I always call her my sister um, She was looking at how many Regular employees we're at right now and we're something like 25 to 27. We're we're getting up there Um, Whereas earlier this year she said it was at 10 employees And I'm like, all right, that's sweet. Now I looked at it. I thought it was at 16 But that's me where I always question her and say, no, Steve, you're wrong. Those are part-time or something like that (laughs) But I mean I view it okay if we grew from call it 10 to to 25 say we doubled a little bit more than doubled that would be my goal to do the same thing. So now if we end the year say we hit 30 because we're bringing on a couple more and we've got about a month and a half left. So 2021 I view it as the activity has to continue to come in. So from a marketing and business relations standpoint I dedicate a lot of focus there and then also on putting the right systems in place so when people come in, goes to the right departments and any customers or clients we have are handled with, call it white glove service. I know you'll use that term a lot. You've got to use that with clients today or provide that because it doesn't really exist as much as it used to. Um, so we try and keep that, that integrity, call it there, from a business structure. but to, to answer your question, the goal is, if we're at 25 to 30 employees by the end of this year, I'd want to double that, get between 50 and 60 by the end of 2021. And I know that if we've got that much manpower, quality manpower because we're selective, we've got a process before we bring people on, on staff constantly busy because we can drive enough activity to fill fill their time, then it'll continue to move forward and we'll hit the targets, targets that our goal is to hit.
0: The financial targets, right. Correct. So how do you, what do you, any kind of thoughts for other than just kind of keeping the engine running yeah. and cranking up the volume as far as new business, you know, we're in a constantly changing environment mm-hmm. with regards to products and different players in the space and, yeah, you know, What kind of business we're going after and what kind of client we're going after, who we're trying to get in front of, yeah. any kind of different marketing ideas to find yeah. more business. Like how do Mike Courtney and Steve Parisi ramp up their business by 40% in 2021? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> this is what I struggle with because yeah. other than picking up the phone and calling people and referrals and the tried and true things I get a little lost and I feel like we're in an age now with technology Mm -hmm. and reaching out you know kind of nationwide is a lot more is a lot easier what else can we do or do you have any thoughts around that?
1: Absolutely so I mean my my business coach he always talks about taking massive action Um, and that's on a sales standpoint so as a sales agent taking massive amounts of action in your follow-up, providing top-tier service. So as far as the pipeline and people that our company's presently following up with, I mean things are always missed or, or slipped through the cracks in terms of existing prospects in there just because of people being too busy. So it's okay, how do you continue to refine that, put systems in place where you can effectively follow up with people? But then of course I mean what everyone wants from an an agent standpoint and a business standpoint is kind of what we've been able to develop where people reaching out saying hey I've done my homework, seen a lot of your content, perhaps some others, and I got a good sense of what I want. I want to put in X amount of dollars for so long I've got you know half a million bucks I want to shift over to a policy. Whatever their situation is and that's what I look at and say okay we want to make sure everyone's serviced properly but how do you how do you cast the net out and get more people in the insurance industry? So here's, here's the big thing with Massive Action is we've got a couple angles right now on our approach between video content, we've got marketing campaigns, but really if if you want to make it and thrive what you have to do is everything at a very, very high frequency. So for example, with our marketing on our video content, we drop content every single day. And the quality there has to be rich too. I can't just you know throw a video out there, just junk where I'm like just talking about, I don't know, what I had for breakfast and throwing some kind of insurance tip in there just for the sake of filler content. My thing is I want it to be very thorough and high quality. So video content is great, it makes it easy for a lot of people to learn, but that's one avenue. Perhaps you've got blogs, right? A lot of people like to read blog articles. Okay, so we started creating blogs that we're going to drop consistently every week, putting multiple blog articles out there. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but when COVID first hit, um, I kind of took the the time that I had, got up early every morning, came into the office early because I walked down my deck and across the parking lot. So everyone wasn't here, but it was easy. and wrote a book so I mean the book's done. It's on cash value life insurance a lot of technical details on how to build a business Um, but it's going through edits and such being refined because I'm not a, a writer so I need help there to actually polish it up. But that is a means of education but it's also a means of marketing. I mean once you have another means of branding you know write a book become somewhat of an authority there call it that helps. So you've got the blogs aligning with other people. So I know you and I do a lot of work together. Um, there is a, an actuary we I collaborate with. We don't have any kind of revenue share or anything like that. But he is a re- correct, a resource, yeah, an established authority in the cash value insurance space, and that's why I, I collaborate with him. And then we've got our coaching and training business, and there's more to it. My point here is. In order to continue to grow when everybody else is is trying to do the same thing what's going to do it for you is just massive amounts of action. Like you've got to lean into it and be consistent. It's not that easy especially when you start to get the activity like hey I gotta, Talk to someone and sell a policy now or you know, service this client. That's going to take my hour out of the day that I had blocked out to create content. Like what do I do now? And that's where you got to be disciplined with a schedule. Hire help. You know, I always view hiring people not as a cost but an investment. Um, so I know I'm throwing a lot at Yeah, you know, The point is just massive amounts of, of action to push it forward.
0: Now, the, the I I think what is so important, and I actually just realized this the other day. We got a new, um, Mass Mutual assigned us a new uh, product wholesaler. We have these product wholesalers yeah. in the home office, and we got a really good one um, nice. who I know from a, uh, from from years past. And I started noticing as soon as he started to interface with our agency, it's predictable and consistent and constant message i don't mean constant every day i mean more predictable i mean predictable in the best possible way that i know every week i'm going to get something from him on monday on wednesday on friday i know on tuesdays there's going to be a webinar that's going to be uh sales concept related that i can send out to brokers i know um I know what I'm going to get. I know what it's going to look like. I know what to expect. You know, the content's always different. But same thing with some of the stuff that you put out there on YouTube. You can scroll through all of your YouTube videos. They're consistently branded, professional, similar kind of format, but, you know, chock full of, you know, different details. And I think that is really so important, even for yourself, just to keep track of not being all over the place. My message can always change, the content can always change, but here's the track that I'm running on.
1: C- Correct and you know knowing when to bring in people that are much better at you at different tasks and has different skill sets because you know making that the channel or website or even blog articles look good that that's not me. I, like I, I strive to make it look good and my OCD I would say would help but like Chelsea here who runs our media department, she's got the eye for that stuff and she knows how to set it up where it looks good, flows nicely, people see it and say, okay, here's a video I want to see. Because she she knows what she's doing, she's very good at it. So I'm not. So that's where it comes into leveraging people, and that can be hard to do, especially if and you might know this better than anyone with the amount of brokers you deal with, and you've built your your brokerage division as well. When you're very good at something to relinquish control to focus only what you're really good at, right? To, to give up some other areas can be difficult. And when I say, yeah, when I say relinquish control, not just saying you do this, okay, that's great. And when you give it a task to someone, let them actually develop like you develop. Don't look over their shoulder and make a million, you know, criticisms to say you got to make this just how I would do it. Let them go. I mean yeah if something needs to be fixed that that's hard to do for a lot of people And it takes practice just like anything else But it that's critical In order for someone to actually get into that hyper growth mode You got to let go of being being the one that that does everything The show's about the business not about the individual Well, let's try
0: to uh, You know, I'm going to challenge myself and I I would I would say this is probably a challenge that you're up to as well. I mean, let's try to come up with a thought or an idea or a concept for how we can get your message out to a different group of people. I mean, you know, from a marketing perspective, what you're doing with internet marketing and Google searches and, and how you drive that business. But Is there an avenue through social media that could attract a new or a different customer or appease to a certain customer in a different way? Um, I think there's more, there's always more here than what we're, what we're capturing with our business. Yeah. So, and I, I need to do the same with my business. There's a lot of things that I, I feel like I'm leaving a lot of meat on the bone sometimes and, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm a, you know, I'm a track guy. Like this yeah. is my track. Mm-hmm. I can, I know I can run <laughs> fast on this track. If I get onto this track,
1: I'm probably going to run a little slower at first. But th- that's how you grow up. It it is, it is, yeah. And then at the same time, how I look at it is, well, if you're if you're a, a superstar at a certain area, if you just continue to work on that, and then have other people that are superstars in areas that you're not. Helps you, helps you grow. I mean you, you and I are similar where like that track that we're slower on like you still want to understand it. So if needed you can get on it and run. Um, remember I was listening to um, a motivational speaker and he was talking about um, a situation where a, an owner or a, a multimillionaire, billionaire he bought a baseball team that was in the dumps. Right not doing well at all and he goes up to the pitcher and he goes hey what's your best throw? Pitcher is talking to him, you know, I got a good curveball, good fastball, you know, talks about all these throws. And the owner said, okay, what's your best throw? And the guy thinks, he goes, it's, I got a good fastball. He goes, okay, just work on that all year, nothing else. That year they ended up in the World Series. <laughs> just take that one strength and focus on that. What happens is we try and do too many other things. Uh, I shouldn't say we, when I do this, typically it doesn't work and I end up behind. Um, And it's it's so much harder to do Than it is like you and I are talking about it right now, but to actually say okay, let's put someone else there And have them do it that demonstrates the ability to do so But when you you start doing that then all of a sudden you all everyone's feeding off of each other's momentum and you get into Hyper growth mode
0: Well, sometimes too I think some of the I, I agree with you 100% and I do think that you know In our business, it's better to pick your spot where you can be great Mm -hmm. than pick 10 spots where you're going to be decent. Mm -hmm. Um, Totally agree. Sometimes, though, I do think some of this stuff, because we do interface and collaborate with so many independent folks, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you're working with a guy like me, but you're also working with two or three other guys like me, and we're all kind of in our own silos. That I think it's easy to miss stuff that's right under our nose, like maybe I should be talking to Chelsea every once mm-hmm. in a while yeah. about, you know, some kind of ideas we could have on our end or something that um, you know might work for both of us to drive more business. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, just little thing, little things like that that um, in the in the course of the day just kind of get lost in the shuffle because we're all you know these independent. Yeah. Agencies, you know, we're all trying to help each other, and if you write more business, specifically with Mans Mutual, you know, certainly it benefits me. Mm-hmm. But um, we're not really in the trenches every day, right? Helping each other grow our businesses, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this year to come. I'm hoping we get a, uh, you know, a real strong COVID vaccine. Yeah, uh, I was talking to my daughter the other day. And we were talking about all the things that are going on in the world. And, you know, she said something to the effect of, I kind of forget what normal feels like. Yeah. And, you know, I could, you know, I, I do too. Like I can't, I can't imagine what it's going to be like to just everything be back to normal or if things are ever go back out to eat, but, go to
1: a restaurant or something like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Um, you have to have some more face to face meetings. And, yeah um you know get out of my house a little bit
1: more I'm, go. I'm, I'm with you uh, loud and clear yeah I mean how I view it <laughs> kind of with everything is whatever comes I'm like okay take it as it comes and roll with it you know because it is what it is and and what else are we going to do I mean yeah it's it's definitely frustrating uh, I've missed like, still work to be done though, and there's yeah. still you know relationships that need to be nurtured
0: and, and, and yeah. grown and yeah that's what we're doing.
1: Yeah, gives you a good chance to help others too. Because if you and I are going through that and feeling like it, everyone else is, or the majority of people are. So when you start to become like the, a resource where they can go to and get encouragement as well, uh, from a personal standpoint, there's a lot more value there. But I mean that that naturally helps anyone's business grow too. I mean it's someone that you naturally want to work with, um, and that's just call it good intentions and trying to, to help people, put others before yourself. You know the. Right thing. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right, man.
0: Um, we're going to wrap it up for the week. Steve, have a great rest of the week. I know I'll be talking to you uh, over the next couple of days, Definitely. but uh, you know, let's keep plugging away and we got a nice year end coming at us.
1: Likewise. Thanks so much, Mike. We'll talk All right. to you soon. Thanks All right. Steve. <laughs> Bye.